Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to I'm Fine, You're Fine with your favorite fine girlies, Alyssa and Erica. (laughs) Just felt like we were in the mood for some sing-song energy. We're always in the mood for sing-song energy. I know. It's like the epitome of me. (laughs) I'll just sing my way through life. (laughs) (laughs) But back for episode 15 here. Let's start out with the weekly roundup. How was your week? Um, my week had some highs, had some lows. Um, started off the week um with like a super tough work day where I literally was just like, why am I in this profession? Why is this what I do? I just want to get out of here. So, what does a girl do when she hits a low point in life? She buys a plane ticket. And she takes off on a journey. And so I went away <laughs> for the week. Shocker. <laughs> um, I got back in today and I feel like a new girl. I feel well rested. I feel rejuvenated. And I'm ready to tackle the week ahead of me, even though it's the end of the week. It's kind of the start of my next work week. So I am ready to take it on. But I don't know if we have enough people that listen that are nurses or like interested in that. We could always get into like our jobs a little bit more. Obviously, like HIPAA is a huge thing and whatever, but I know a lot of people, whether like whether you're nurses or whether you're not, like, you know, life is hard and jobs are hard and whatever. So we could always get into that more if that's kind of what people care about or would like to hear about, just our own experiences with how to you know, buy a plane ticket and move on with your life. (laughs) I'm just like, how do I get a place in another state or something where I can just run away to? Like, that is a life goal. Just got to run away sometimes. Um, So shout out to me, mom and dad for that one. Um, But I, so I went to Florida, um, met one of my friends down there and she is also a nurse. So she luckily had you know, time off from work. And we mostly laid by the beach. Um, We went to a show in Tampa last night and then we really just kind of hung out and we went to a few bars, went out to dinner. Um, Creepy people at bars these days. really creepy but also like you went during the week so right it's all just the people that go every day yeah right only alcoholics are at bars yeah yeah and us (laughs) you (laughs) (laughs) but we did um like run into other girls that are, were nurses that were there, which was cute. Oh, they're tra- um cool. they're travel nurses, and so they have an assignment that's down there right now. So that was interesting that they just were literally the bar stool over. Um, but no, very creepy guys. You know, it's like what day was it? It was like a Tuesday night. Like it is a beach town that we went to, but like the people that are there are you know not the cutest. Oh my god! So we were at dinner. <laughs> we're changing subjects but still kind of on the same path so we go out to dinner then we're planning to go to the bar that night dinner we go to dinner at like this pretty fancy restaurant and this old man sits at the table like very close to us it's the next table over and I texted my friend and I said we should talk to him because he looks like really sad and like he's just this old man and we should be friends with him and whatever like 
the poor guy's eating alone. And she's like, no, I think he probably chose to eat alone. Like some people like the peace and quiet. Yeah. So we were kind of going, you know, secretly, silently going back and forth over text message. Like if we should strike up a conversation, I said something across the table to her that he started laughing at. He started a conversation with us. Oh, so I felt a lot better. Then he's telling me this whole sob story about his life currently and how his sister's in the ICU at the hospital there from being on vacation. Like she got sick. The rest of the group left. Like he's just behind until she gets better and they can go home together. I was like, I, I'm so sorry that we struck a conversation. We laughed and I was like, I am so sorry. Like, luckily it was his fault. He started the conversation, but I was like, my god this I mean, poor so man right. like he was there lonely and he wanted to unload and you know what better than talk to two nurses about it we were like yep okay like you know kind of oh. talked him through it and then we went on our way and oh, oh betty gets better i hope she does too <laughs> <laughs> so it was just cute like i always am like i just like are you good Check in on people, check in on your friends. Sometimes they're not doing too good. Right. Poor, poor Betty's not doing too good. I don't know what her name is, but her name is Betty. Who's Betty to us. For all intents and purposes. And, you know, he looked like he enjoyed his lobster, though, before he went oh, back over to the hospital. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Um, so this week, I did not go to Florida. Surprise, no, unfortunately, surprise. I the offer was there. I, yes, it was, and I, I appreciate that. But some of us don't have the flexibility like you. No, I'm just kidding. Well, but, you chose the wrong profession. <laughs> That's um, not on this, me. This week was pretty normal. Um, I went, I hung out with some friends. Um, we did a brewery. We did, like, this bar arcade thing, which was cool. You did pop pot. Um, I did putt putt. Yes, I forgot about that. Um, extremely hard putt putt. Did oh, yeah. I struggled a bit, but you know, I got a hole in one, so that's all that matters. Beautiful job. The first hole in one out of the wow, out of the whole group. group. Yeah. Wow. You really set the tone. Yes. So, um, I did that, and then, and this is going to lead really nicely into our weekly topic. Amazing. Um. At work, I'm part of a social hub, which means, like, people in a general area, we have a social hub created for this part of North Carolina. Um, So my company has them throughout all the different areas that our employees work. So they started this new thing to kind of get people, like, meeting each other because, you know, with COVID, a lot of us work at home and blah, blah, blah. So... Of course, me being the person that I am, I'm a social hub chair, so I get to uh, plan these events. Your party planning for senior prom did not go without notice because it directly reflects what you're doing nowadays. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, absolutely, I'll do that. Like, duh. So I, of course, planned it. Of course. I have a partner, too, um, that helped me, but we kind of were throwing out a bunch of ideas and there is a ropes course near my office. And I was like, Hey, what if we do that? Like, let's see if people want to do that. So they did. And I signed up and like, I am very hesitant of a person. Like I get 
very nervous about situations like that for safety reasons um but I was like I'm gonna do it it's fine like I'm afraid of heights but like how bad could it be it could be bad it was bad (laughs) yeah so getting into our topic of fears this week um we're just gonna talk about all things scary and spooky and frightening yeah um I have a major fear of heights and it was truly solidified for me when I attempted to do this ropes course. Which, honestly, I don't feel like I knew that you had a fear of heights. Right. Like, so, I feel like it doesn't come up that often. It, I, I mean, we don't do that much. How often are we going up really high? Right. Like, flying doesn't scare me. Interesting. Because, like, I'm in something. I, I It's like... That's not idea, secured. <laughs> I know, but the it's like the idea of... Like, I, you can't look down in a plane. You sure could look out the window. I know, but you just see, like, <laughs> the clouds. You don't see okay. any. Like, okay. I don't know. That doesn't okay. scare me. Because I'm, like, I don't know. I guess I'm very trusting in the pilot. Fine. But the heights scare me. And everyone's like, it's the fear of falling. It's not the heights. Like, blah, blah. whatever. Whatever it is, it's fucking scary. Okay? So here I am. I'm like, I'm gonna do this. It's going to be fine. You planned this event. I planned it. I you could have done anything else. Planned it. But I also had no idea what to expect. And I purposely, like, didn't watch videos before because I didn't want to, like, freak myself out. Mm-hmm. So we get there. We do the whole, like, training. This is how you put on the harness. This is how you do this, right? Whatever. Then you do the ground school, and they show you how to, like, hook and unhook and, like, what you do and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm a little nervous, but, like, it's going to be fine. Whatever. I'll just do the beginner course, and that's Mm -hmm. all I have to do. I just have to do one. Okay. The beginner course was, like, 30 feet in the air. I expected mm-hmm. it to be much lower. So do you like hook onto a wire for this or yeah, is it? So it's like a zip line, okay. but you also, you're connected to the zip line, but you are doing like the, these obstacles. So they have different like balancing, like you have to walk across a plank or you have to go on this like shaky bridge or you like are in a swing. Not the shaky bridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first thing right? <laughs> on the beginner one, right? Yeah. So. I'm behind another girl and I get across the bridge and I'm like already like I don't like this. The next thing is like a tree trunk basically or like a telephone pole that mm-hmm. they laid down like a okay beam yep. yeah right? and you had to walk across it and there was like ropes hanging down like every foot or so. So you had to grab on right away yep yeah but there's like nothing on the side like it's in front of you so yeah you you're tethered right so you can always hold on to your tether but like there was no like things on the side like there was no like railing type thing right once i saw that i turned around i looked at the guide and i said what if i don't want to do that and he's like he said don't be don't be a pussy get on (laughs) basically no he was like well what do you mean i was like well what if i want to get off like what do i do if i'm like in the middle and i want to get off and he's like you have to walk back i was like oh you won't like come get me and he was like (laughs) no and i was like okay so i didn't even step on that one i walked back over the shaky bridge (laughs) 
And, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I had a panic attack. Like, I don't think I've actually ever had one before, but I had one then. Because when I saw the next beam, like, I literally teared up. I was terrified. And I was like, yep, I want to go home. So (laughs) I walked back over the bridge and the guy's like talking to me and I'm like like shaking at this point and I'm not hearing like a single thing that he's saying because I'm just like I need to get on the fucking ground now yeah so he's like you know like you know if you want to try the other one it might be a little easier for you like I could walk you through each part of it so you know what to expect and I was like honestly I really appreciate you and this is nothing against you but I literally can't do this and he was like no I understand and I was like okay so I'm gonna go on the ground now and he was like okay so then for two hours I just watched all my coworkers from the ground just like laying fucking like crazy shit like spider-man and i'm over here like can't fucking do it i would have been one of them when you were telling me about this i was just thinking back to i'm sorry mom for the ptsd um i went with my college to guatemala and you could either like hike a volcano that's inactive for like the past so many years like Mm -hmm. a million years which is super safe, but like so much activity. And then otherwise you could go and do a zip line course through the mountains and that they rode a bus up mostly. And then once you got to the top, then, you know, you went through and swung through these massive canyons. Um, And that was definitely unsafe. That was definitely not good. Um, but I did it and I didn't tell my mom, I didn't tell my mom that I was doing it. It's funny though. They like start you off on these little baby ones that are just like from one tree house to the next. And you're like, Oh, easy peasy. And then they give you one and you're quite literally over like no ground for two whole minutes. Like it might as well have been the grand Canyon. Like I was (laughs) full over nothing. Like I would have absolutely died on impact if it broke. Um, and it's definitely not the most secure thing ever. Like it definitely, it's not sturdy at all. Like I think yours was probably a lot better, but like, I think that if it was all zip lining, I mean, I would have still been scared, but I think I would have done that. I would have had an easier time with that, I think, because, like, you're not balancing yourself on anything. Like, this was, like, I would feel better having myself there because at least I can be like, well, at least I'm there to support it. Ziplining, your arms are out, your legs are out. You're just a free free bird in the air hanging on with a rope. Like, I don't don't know what got into me because now thinking about it, I'm like, that was really sketchy. And I did that, but they let all of us go do it. There well, were you like, did it and you didn't die. No, so I didn't mind. die. So sorry, mom. Cause she still to this day is like, I can't believe. So I didn't tell her before I did it. I just sent her the videos after and was like, he, 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 he. Because you know, she would have had a fit, which rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. If I were my mother, I would have had a fit. She was mad. I was even going in general on this trip. And then for me to go zip lining and like try to, you know, kill myself basically um with a supplying <laughs> course was not my best um call in life but 
it was super fun. And like, it's just the memories, the memories are so good. That was my thing is like, I was like, it's going to be so fun. Like in it, it probably would have been if I could get over my fear. I I bet you everybody else had a great time. They had a great time, but I should have known like this, this instance that I'm going to describe right now should have given me a little inkling into how terrified I was. So I was like home a week ago or two weeks ago. And our AC wasn't working. So my dad asked me to go into the attic. Mm-hmm. Five steps into the attic. I was panicking having to get out of the attic. Like to put my feet down the stairs to get out. Because you can't walk down like face forward. Obviously. I was going to say, so is you your attic your like one out. of those? Is your attic one of those ladders that comes yes. down? Okay. Yeah. So... I was shaking then. I was like, Dad, I'm I'm scared. And he's like, um, it's five steps. I'm he's like, I'm literally right here. And he's like, like, Yo, I don't know. This I girl. get out. And he was like, Well, I can't get in, so you have to get out. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And it was like a thousand degrees in the attic, and I was like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I'm like, like shaking like grabbing the fucking chair i'm like dad tell me when to put my foot down tell me every step he's like okay put your so, foot down. so so maybe next time you should go on a picnic with your yeah. staff or like a leisurely boat ride in a canoe like yeah. you I, know stroll through a park together like I, I told him i was like next activity will be on the ground guys for, for sure but i'm happy that we did something like that because if I had planned something like lame just so that I wouldn't be scared, like then it wouldn't have been as fun for them. So I'm happy that you know what you should do. I gave them a good experience. You should ask all of them what their greatest fear is and then plan an event (laughs) geared towards their biggest fears and see how many of them do it. They were like, next one, you want to go skydiving? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you probably would do better with skydiving. I actually think you would tolerate that a lot better. I wouldn't get out of the plane. Like, it wouldn't happen. I wouldn't. They, they would have, throw they you. throw me out. They, they do. They're crazy. <laughs> I said, we could do indoor skydiving. You know, when you oh, have, like, Oh, yeah. I would do that, too. Yeah, that's safe. You can't die in that. No, that sounds like a blast. Yeah. So, heights, no bueno for me. Heights is out. Um, mine are more like realistic fears. Well, are not you that saying my fear is not realistic. Well, no, I guess mine are less real. I don't know. Mine are <laughs> not likely to happen, but if they happen, it's not good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you know, I am a true crime fan. Same. Um, love all the pods. Love all the documentaries. If there's a documentary on true crime, I've watched it. Um. So I have realized more fears now that I live by myself as a single woman. Oh, absolutely. I think everyone's out to get me. Yep. I think, you know, you can never <laughs> be too safe, really. Everyone is guilty until proven innocent. It's kind, right. of, kind of the way I look at people these days. So I... um like in my house now, I have like double locks on every door because I just like get nervous that mm-hmm. <laughs> that somehow the first one's not going to work or whatever. And my mom's like, you know, one day if I wanted to come over and check on you, 
I can't get into your house because one of my locks, my front door is a lock. And then I have like the door buddy that you prop under the door so they can't open it inward. And she's like, but if you're like down, like if you hurt yourself, I can't get into the house. I'm like, then you just call the police and they'll break down the door. That seems a lot better. Just break a window or something. Like we'll get it fixed. Yeah. Like you can figure it out, but I'm not, I'm not letting anybody again. I double bolt my door too. So like, you know, it's funny because I forget all the time that it's double bolted and my boyfriend will try and come in door and get stuck and like you you gotta open it and i'm like oh sorry but like you can't be too careful you can't so when we were out at this bar we were out with this creepy guy and well we weren't with him he was just there he was at the bar so he starts he starts talking to the two of us and i mean he's got to be in his 40s which is fine i'm not a i'm not opposed to dating up however (laughs) the vibes were not good it wasn't somebody that i would ever be into not someone my friend would be into i'm like okay we gotta abort the mission but this bar is pretty small that like if we walked away we would have to leave like we couldn't just move to a different location so he like starts talking to us and at first you know i can just talk to people at a bar i can get by i can pretend like i care that's all fine but it was like just like weirdly prying and like weirdly like she sat forward because we were both like the conversation had kind of taken a lull for a second. Then he like started retelling a story and she like kind of looked at me like, oh my God, he's gonna like keep talking yeah. to us. So she like leaned forward to grab her drink and like take a sip. And he was like, what? You trying to get me out of the conversation? And she oh. was and she was like, I'm just trying to get a drink. Like you, she oh goes, you, God. she was like, you can keep talking. Like, I just need a sip from my drink. And he's like, well, I thought you were trying to get me out of the conversation by leaning forward, which she was. I'm trying to get you out of this bar, sir. I'm just trying to get home safe tonight, my friend. So <laughs> like back up my dude. Oh my God. So personal space, bro. So then I'm like, oh, this man has no boundaries. Like this, he is unhinged. Like <laughs> he. <laughs> I, we're laughing, but like this is like scary. No, it's scary. I texted my mom and I was like, "I've met Ted Bundy at the bar. Like, yeah. fully, I may die tonight, and I'm not joking. Like, I actually was concerned about Here's us getting his home. Picture, like, you know, if you right. can't find me tomorrow. It's him. It was him. Show the police. So I, um, you know, so we're like, he just keeps talking, saying the same lines over again. Like, had already said, my friend's from Nashville, and he said, you know, it's where the Midwest meets the South. I love Nashville. 15 minutes later into the conversation, so Nashville, you know, that's really where the Midwest meets the South. I love Nashville. (laughs) I was like, oh, this man's lost his mind. This man has multiple personalities. They all know about Nashville, and we need (laughs) to get out of here. We got to get out of here. So, um, at this point I text her, I'm like, we gotta go. Like, we can't stay here any longer. So we both asked for the bill. We get the check. We, you know, are leaving, but then I'm like, we walked here. Like we're a few blocks from our house. And so then the whole walk, I'm panicked about, is he following us? Did he get the check when we got the check? Because is he trying to leave at the same time we're leaving? So I was like, please, God, do not let him ask for the check when we ask for the check. 
because otherwise I'm asking the bartender to walk me home. Like I'm not leaving or I'm calling an Uber from here. Like I can't, I can't have him follow us. Like, do we walk the opposite way on purpose? Like, this is so real though. Like this is what girls do at bars. Like this is ridiculous. So this is real. so we start walking. He's nowhere to be seen. He didn't ask for the check when we asked for ours. Um, and then every so often I would look back and like, I mean, it was late at night. It was like midnight and we're walking home by ourselves though. And like, this town's very quiet as it is. So midnight, nothing's happening. So I just, every time I heard like a tree, like rustle, I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> he's here. And I have been walking. We shouldn't have walked, but I mean, it's like laughable. An Uber would have come and picked us up and been like, wait, you're 500 feet from your house. (laughs) Maybe a little more, but you know, like they would have been like, why did you call us for this? Your Uber is going to be 50 cents. Like why are we here? So then you can either take the stairs up or take the elevator up. And I said, we're getting in the elevator because it doesn't say what floor you're going to on the outside of the elevator on the ground level. Whereas if we go up the stairs, you can see what floor we get off on. That's smart. Thank you. Thank you. So I said, we're taking the elevator. We, you know, went up, got in, deadbolt that door, double lock that bitch, shut all the lights off, turn off all the blinds. Like, like, (gasps) yeah, like, (laughs) So I'm like texting my whole family. I made it home. I'm alive. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, I like always send them a text when I get in bed, like when I'm out like by myself and whatever, like home safe, you know, just yeah. so they know. But like I sent them all a selfie of me in my bed, just like, you know, no makeup, like half crying, like, like I'm home. Like just that way they knew. I said, this is just for proof that this Ooh. is me and not Ooh, him yo. texting you from right. my phone. Yes. Like, we know the tricks. My brain was just like the overthinker. I also was hard that had today's date on it. <laughs> I, Erica Hines, am saying I made it home safe. Oh my god, it was just like traumatizing. Oh my god, no, but that that was gonna be one of my things that I talked about because one of my major fears is like being abducted, and hundred percent. It's because we watch all this stuff, but it's also because it's very real for women. And, and the world is fucking uh, crazy right now. Yeah. Like, so crazy that all this stuff that you think wouldn't happen to you, I'm like, mm, could happen. My days are numbered. No, like, for real. So it's, like, a huge fear of mine, and I think about it all the time because I live alone also. But also, like, I do everything, like, by myself. Same. So like, perfect example, I travel a lot for work. So when I travel, I Uber to the airport. So I'm in Ubers by myself, like, at least once a month, right? So it's, like, a whole. I have, like, a whole process. Like, when I call the Uber, they have to have five stars. If they don't have five stars, I cancel it. And Like, 5.0, you don't round up for, like, a 4.9? I mean, like, a 4.8, 4.9. Okay. But anything less than that, I'm, like, no, dog. Gotta yeah. go. Um, I get in the Uber and I always like screenshot their like account. Yeah. And I send it to my boyfriend because he's the only one that lives here. Right. Um, and you can share your ride. Yes. So I share that with him too. On top of the fact that I already share my location, but I'm like, 
I'm in this. This is who the person is. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then the whole time, I'm, like, staring at the Uber driver. Like, is anything weird? If they pick up the phone, I'm like, what are they talking about? I hate when they speak a different when they speak a different no but when they sad but like when they speak a different language like you you just don't know what they're saying yeah right so you know obviously he's not going to answer the phone and be like yeah i abducted this cute girl like he could (laughs) say it in any language and i would have no idea what he's saying and then i try to be like super vague about where i'm going if they ask me because they're bringing me to the airport so like i try to be super vague about where i'm going and like you know whatever what time my flight is like blah 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 like i kind of like either don't say anything or you know be super broad about it and then um when I get dropped back off at home that's usually where I like am more nervous because it's like they know where I live Mm -hmm. um so I don't have my apartment number on it I just have like my apartment address but not the number so at least that's like a little Same, bit yeah. safer mm-hmm. um and then i always like because i have to go upstairs to get to my apartment i like go to the back stairs so that they can't see me like see what apartment i go into yeah but i mean other things like pretending like you're on the phone with someone like or your I, husband or, or your i dad. call someone on the phone yeah. like i don't even pretend i'm like hey yeah <laughs> And the other thing, like, I get afraid of being abducted. I like to, like, I love being outside. So I always go for walks and stuff. And, like, obviously you listen to music, blah, blah, blah. So I'm always, like, hyper vigilant, like, looking behind me, whatever. But, yeah. like, I was talking to one of my good friends and she was like, Alyssa, stop listening to music in headphones. Just play it out loud. She's like, for the five seconds that you pass someone, like who cares if they hear it? Right. You need to be able to hear everything around you. And I was like, you know, that's a really good point. So I started playing, like I (laughs) I have a fanny pack um, and I'll play my phone like out loud, like just put it in my fanny pack and um that way I can hear everything but also like if I pass male or female I will pass each other and then I wait like three seconds and then I turn around to make sure that they're like still walking their direction mm-hmm. like today it I saw this so poor much guy. thinking today I saw this poor guy like he must have went to the grocery store right so he had like a grocery bag and I'm like oh my god he has like a gun in there. He has something. Obviously, in there. like my life's over. Oh my god! I was at the airport today, and there's a bag on the ground by the oh security checkpoint that no one is. I'm Blame like, me. there's a See there's a bomb in it. I'm, no, and so I was planning on it. Like when I got up to the front, being like, "Hey, there's a bag. Like it's been here since I got in the line. Like it's still there." But someone else before me said it, so it was gone by the time I got to the front where I could see yeah. it again. It was gone. So rest assured, there was no bomb. But that's also re- like yes. it's just like nothing is not like nothing's off limits anymore like people are yes, just crazy and we have too much information like we know too much yeah so like everything is now i'm not saying you can't live your life because obviously i still travel i still walk by myself every single day but it's like holy crap like it there's just, so much it takes shit. a lot of thought yeah yeah and to be aware of everything. I had probably the scariest Uber of my life last night. I have been with like Ubers before. I frequently use Ubers, especially when the Uber, 
I, I'm not a stranger <laughs> to the Uber. Um, so I, um, called one with my friend. We're in like the downtown area and we call one after the show gets out and we start, we get, we open these damn doors and, uh, wave of marijuana like hits us no in the point. face the second we open the door fine i have been around people who smoke weed i get it whatever it's fine but not my favorite not my favorite scent driving you right i'm like well let's just hope that you know he's you know this we is from die. earlier this, well i was like let's hope this is from earlier and like his car just smells like it all the time or, like, maybe he keeps his weed in his car. Like, sure. So, I... But also, I'm in... Why? So, at first, no. So, we're in Florida, though, where marijuana is illegal. Oh, no. illegal. Illegal still. Whereas, Ooh, in Connecticut, whereas in Connecticut, it's legal. So, I was like, you know, if we were in Connecticut, it would be less, you know, concerning. Um, but right, like, are see? I wonder about that. Like, if you got pulled over, like, I feel like because you guys were in an Uber, like, you guys wouldn't get in trouble. But who knows? Right, right. I have no idea. So we got in the car, and I'm like, you know, let's hope he stores this weed in his car. So we start driving. He's like, you know, holding a conversation with us. So I'm like, okay, he's, you know, fine, seems yeah. fine. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, this seems like it's going okay. And then, you know, he's asking us where we're from, which I always hate that question in an Uber because I'm like, you don't need to know anything about me. Just drive me from point A to point B. But, you know, you can like be vague and, you know, answer as much as you want. Um, and so then, you know, he asks us, do we smoke marijuana? And I was like, classic. This guy just really... <laughs> He hides no secrets. So he asks us if we smoke and, you know, my friend's like, oh, you know, here and there, like just, you know, whatever. And he. I would have been like, no, I absolutely hate it. This car reeks. Like, you know, she's, <laughs> she's like just trying to play along. Yeah. Here and there, whatever. And he's like, oh, well, do you want to smoke? And. Oh my God. And we're like, no, 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 no. Like, we have a flight in the morning. Like, it's going to be early. Like, it's already, like, late. Like, we're good. Like, and, no. And no, we're good. He goes. We don't want your fentanyl laced bullshit. He goes, but so I get my weed from California, he says. He says he drives all the way to California. Isn't that a Justin Bieber song? Yeah, you get your weed from California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh Maybe this guy was Justin Bieber. Maybe. Could have been. <laughs> Maybe he's testing us. So, so he drives from Florida to California to get in, weed. In his Kia Soul. Yeah, I'm sure he fucking does. <laughs> and mind you, the car's making all types of noises. And I'm like, there's no way that Uber has kept up with this guy enough to verify that his car can hold humans in it <laughs> for long periods of time. Because it is not up to code by any standard. So we... um we're probably halfway home and you know he's like we'll not let the weed thing go and he's like well here smell it like takes out a baggie oh, he was just trying to sell it to you guys takes out the baggie opens it here smell it 
oh we my go- god we both go no no like it's okay like we're how really- far are you from home like what is the minutes countdown no i literally at this point sent a message to one of my sisters who was awake and one of my friends who was awake and i said things are not going well in this uber right now oh my god you have freaked out your family this whole trip I was freaked out this whole trip. So I send, like you said, I send my Uber ride, like share through the app. And then I share my location with both of them already. Did he have five stars? He had like 4.94. Oh man. What the heck? Don't worry. I knocked him down to a two. (laughs) <laughs> oh you, i'm glad so so we're driving and you know we're like no no we don't need the weed whatever next thing you know he's fucking packing a blunt in the front seat <laughs> you guys couldn't see but my jaw just like hit <laughs> i hope all of your jaws we're not, just we're not hating on it but like when you when, are responsible for someone's life i would like if I'm calling an Uber, if I wanted to drive, why would my friend or be driven under the influence? I would drive myself. I chose to take an Uber because I'm trying to be responsible. Right. So right. I don't I want- honestly. This is everyone's gonna be like she's such a Karen, but I would have sent a message to Uber and and told them exactly. You should still do it. I would put in a complaint to Uber and tell them exactly what happened, and they will refund you. I already did. <gasps> yes, <laughs> we're best friends. <laughs> So, so, you know, he starts packing it and I'm like, oh, my I, fucking God. So I'm behind the driver's seat though. So I can't like Could see you it imagine fully. if this guy like picked up our moms or something and was doing that? My mom would have started convulsing. Like my mom <laughs> is so against marijuana. Like she hates it. And she would so have the police for sure. She, she would. Hello, 911. I'm in an Uber <laughs> traveling southbound. Like she... No, for real. And I thought about it. I was like, I actually am like growing more and more concerned as this time is going on. Yeah. Because I mean, this guy's a big bulky guy. Like he could take me in a second. So I'm like, the odds are not good. Like things are not going well for me. Yeah. So then I'm like, how fast are we going? Can I just open the car door and like roll out? Like, how do I get oh, out of here? My God. Because by this point I have like 10 minutes left in my drive. So I'm like, if he starts like con- in consuming this weed at this time inhaling like, full force starts eating it yeah <laughs> he just chomp gnaws on that guy a little bit uh <laughs> then like at what point like he'll be high before we get home even though we only have 10 minutes left i was like so still we're not going to make it home with like with him driving us safely like do whatever yeah. you want when i get out of the car you just literally have 10 minutes sir you couldn't wait use some willpower please yeah. so by the grace of god there were multiple police cars on the road last night like every few blocks people were getting pulled over for speeding so like at least five in a row on like a one block or like a one mile radius Mm -hmm. so luckily he was like oh wow it's really popping out here tonight like and like oh maybe i should put this away maybe i should put this illegal substance away and so (laughs) you know so then he sticks it back in his bag and you know whatever like that's the end of that and then he's like you know as we're getting out of the car you girl sure you you know i will give you some no no no, i'm good thank you so thank you so much but thank you 
Thank you so much for that, though. Yeah. Um, so I truly so have a good night. I truly question if I will ever ride an Uber again, because at this point, it's like, it's just not worth it to me. You get some great Ubers that are five out of five amazing trips. Right. And then you have these horror stories. I mean, mine wasn't even that as bad as it could get, but for me, it still like shook me up enough where I was like, this is no bueno. I was just in an Uber, not by myself. Thank God. Um, I was going out with my boyfriend and uh, our two friends, um, and we were Ubering downtown. And <laughs> let me tell you, it was a trip. Um, I was like, thank God my boyfriend is in this car right now because I truly like don't know how I, I would have had to leave. Like I would have had to been like pull over. Because the guy was just, I think he may have been schizophrenic. Um, We're not about labeling people here, but yeah, there may have been some mental had, illness. Like a touch of schizo in him. Like a touch. Like a okay. hair. We, um, all, we all hear voices. It's okay. Yeah. And like ADD to the fucking max. Like at, the conversation was just left, right, left, right. Like talking about yogurt curdling in his stomach. And then it was like, oh no. And then it was like, oh yeah, I'm like, I got my go bag in the trunk. And like this, I was like, your go bag? And, For what? Right. Like he was just like saying crazy shit. Right. And then he's like, I, you know, haven't been home for like 14 days, but the, I pay my rent. And then the landlord want started moving my shit out but like I paid my rent and I was like what the fuck is happening so then we get out of the car and I look at or the whole time I'm looking at my boyfriend like dead in the eyes like please tell me we're not gonna die like please yeah. tell me this is not the end of our life because it, I can't go down like this and we're mm-hmm. in a fucking Prius the man driving very large man okay Three, we're not small people. Three of us shoved in the back, another friend in the front. It was tight as fuck in there. Yeah. Okay? And the stories, it, and the smells, like, it was a lot. We get out of the car, and my boyfriend looks at me. He's like, I'm pretty sure that man was homeless. And I was like, no. And he was like, no, he had a go bag. And he looked like he didn't shower, and he talked about showering at the park. And I was like... Oh, poor boy. But it was just like the conversation. But also, I wasn't drunk already. Like, I would have been like, what? (laughs) No, I think the same thing. Sometimes I've taken Ubers and I've been like, if I was not already drunk right now, I would be so much more concerned than I am right now. And then I like think about it the next morning and I'm like, wow, that was bad. But it's just like, what? you just don't know luck of the draw because the same night my uber home the guy was freaking awesome he's from egypt he was telling us all about egypt and like all this cool shit and he was such a nice guy and i was like bro you should have met the freaking guy that drove us here and he was like i know like they kind of let anybody do this i was like there should probably be like a like a mental check for these people like driving other human beings I, yeah, I mean, it just makes me nervous because, right, I mean, like, you are, you have people's lives in your hands. Like, right, like, 
Like, I care less about the car breaking down and more like, are you going to lose your shit and crash us? Right. Right. Leading so. to my next fear of a car crash. Oh, fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> um, That's a fair one. I think we all have it. No, well, yeah, and I had an accident before, so now I just, like, have PTSD, and, like, I will break if I think that, like, I'm coming too close to someone because I rear-ended someone and totaled my car. Um, I will break, like, a bat out of hell, like, slam my foot down, like, 20 miles behind the car. <laughs> Passengers love the way I drive, but, you know, safety first. Mine, I feel like, is more so... Eh, no, I mean, obviously I'm nervous about like a car crash, especially being in the surgical ICU. I feel like I see a lot more right. like traumas, like that's very common. So it's more so like, oh my God, am I going to end up with all these injuries that these people, honestly, one of my biggest fears in life is being a patient on my own unit. Ooh, yeah, I would think the same. I would think the same. I do not want my coworkers seeing me in the States that I see my own patients. Right. <laughs> That scares me so much. I really... We'll we'll make sure you go to a different hospital. So there was like a thing on TikTok that was going around like a year ago that was like things as a nurse, my rules for if I am a patient at my own hospital from me to you. (laughs) And, you know, it's like wash my hair every day and put it in a braid. That way I don't have a rat nest when I wake up from my coma. Um, True. Like minimize the amount of tubes I have coming out of me. Like I do not want tubes in places they don't belong. Um, no residents at all. I want only the boss taking care of me. I want the oldest, most experienced doctor in the building to be taking care of me. Maybe not the oldest because some of them are senile, (laughs) but definitely the one with the most experience and the best, like overall, (laughs) honestly, I don't trust you know everybody so i would hand pick i'll hand select them in advance yeah i'll, um, I'll give you a list Don't i'll worry. give you a list of who is and who is not allowed to care for me um same goes with nurses mm-hmm. same people i want my good trusty nurses to take right. care of me and there's a don't come near me list as well and that's just how it's going to have to be so um that is a real fear exactly (laughs) (laughs) so you see car accident i see icu stay nervous that's fair (laughs) that's fair that just made me think of the fact that i'm always afraid when i'm in the shower that there's gonna be like a fire or something and i'm gonna have to run out like with no clothes on yep well i've thought before like because it also our double bolted door. It's going to take us fucking forever. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little too safe sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes, like, I'll offer, like, to drive, you know, like, I've driven my brother to school early in the morning or whatever, like, picked him up. And, you know, I don't wear makeup sometimes. I do not put my hair up nice. And sometimes I don't wear a bra or mm-hmm. I do a sports bra. And I'm leaving the house. And my mom has always told me growing up, you need to look appropriate because you never know what's going to happen when you leave the house. And the more and more I grow up, the more I'm like, you know, she makes a fair point. Because you see all these people on the side of the road when they get into an accident looking like crazy. Yes. Yeah. 
Or I'm like, what if I pull over to help someone and end up, you know, somewhere else and I look like this? (laughs) Yeah. What I want people to see. What if you by accident have a little fender bender with the love of your life? Like you want to keep it in check. So I have this notorious pair of pajama pants that have lobsters on them. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. And I love them with my whole heart. They are the comfiest pajama pants that I have ever owned. And I will wear them until they are rags. Yeah. I will wear them until they're unwearable. And they, um, I have worn them out in public far too many times than I should have. That's like your Walmart outfit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But if I'm going to anywhere but Walmart, I should probably change. Right. Right, right, right. So, you know, that's not great. Well, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. I mean, like, what else scares me? Pretty much having, like, any social interaction at all. (laughs) Dates. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate dates. I hate dates so much. Someone asked me to tell time on an analog clock. (laughs) (laughs) Trying food I've never tried before. Opening my eyes in the morning. <laughs> oh my god! Really, the list just goes on. Like Go on and on for real. <laughs> leave the house. Yeah. yeah Go anywhere that I've never been before. <laughs> Trying something new. Going somewhere for the first time by myself. Trying to meet up with people at the location, and then being like, "But where are you?" Like. <laughs> Can we walk in together? Like not knowing where there's parking. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't do it. It's just not good. Only option is parallel. I'm leaving. I'm out. Gotta go. Sorry. Actually, I'm right. good at that. But let's wrap it up with our loves and our hates for this week. Let's do it. You take it away, sister. Give me All your right. hate. My love is... Oh, your love. Do we do loves first? I feel so out of shape still. Yeah, we do loves first. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. So my love is like when you're hanging out with friends, right? And that I'm at the age now and the confidence level where I can call it an early night. I love that about myself because over the weekend... Our day started early, like 2 o'clock. We met up with our friends. We did some putt-putt. We went to a brewery, went to a bar. By, like, 8 o'clock, I was like, mm, we're done here. Homie needs some sleep. I've been on my feet for, like, six hours. Um. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. And I felt like I'm a bad bitch. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to have FOMO because my bed and I are besties. And, like, I just, like, dream about, like, getting on the couch, like, getting under the blanket and, like, putting my show on and just, like, ugh, love that. Like, there's nothing better. Nothing Oh, my better. God. You know what I discovered this weekend? That my ideal engagement would happen in my happiest place on earth. Your bed? My bed. I want to be close <laughs> to in my bed. I don't need a photographer there. I don't need anyone watching. I would like to be proposed to in my bed. You hear I would that like. <laughs> She's easy peasy lemon squeezy. You got this. Just you know, I just want to be like woken up in the morning. Your makeup doesn't have to be done. Like, I, I want to be wearing my lobster pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking 
Kenya. Oh my god. But All yeah. Right, what's your... Um let's see. Oh, okay. So mine uh my love for this week is um Undercover Boss. Oh yes, classic show. I haven't watched that show in years. And I watched it this past weekend. So picture this long week. I, you know, get to this oasis, this vacay. I, I pour myself a glass of wine. I pop on the TV. Nothing else is on but Undercover Boss. I'm a little disappointed at first. Then I start watching. It's immaculate television. I hope you it's still what? on. You know what's so funny? Like, I feel like every time, you, like, people go on vacation, like, you always end up watching, like, the randomest thing because it's, like, whatever's on TV. Yeah. But then you become so invested to what it, whatever it is. Like, you're Last. like, okay, it's no choice. Like, I'm going to just watch yeah. this. And then you're like, wow, 20 shows in. Mm-hmm. Haven't left the couch. Last time I was there, I watched um, Shark Tank a lot. Oh, I love Shark Tank. And now I watch Undercover Boss. It's just sweet, like... Usually these people go in with the best of intentions. They try like new things. They see their workers the way they're doing things. Usually there's a lot of nice sob stories. Um, okay, but hot take. Do you think it's staged? Yeah. Like, do you think they know that they're the boss? I don't know. I think in the original like episodes, I bet it was probably like good and like very genuine. I think Mm -hmm. like as time goes on, it probably got faker and faker, but I still love that regardless, the people that are hardworking, they reward at the end and the people that do bad, they punish or fire. Um, (laughs) Go sit in a timeout. We make them put their hand in the fry later. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I love that show. So if it's off, bring it back because that is good. Hmm. All right, my hate this week, and I've like talked about something similar before, but as as you know, I'm moving, so I had to call Spectrum to like get my services moved, and I'm just like so over the whole like runaround situation that they give you every time you call like any of those types of companies. Like when you call, yes. you have to talk to 45 different people. Yes, transfer you here. Oh, we need this code. Oh, our system's slow. Oh, blah, blah. you're fuck. You're the fucking system. What do you mean? Right. You make the Wi-Fi. How is your system slow? And why is this so complicated? Like, why? Why have we not figured this out yet? Like, people do this every fucking day. I'm so confused. So, that is, like, my major hate because I had to call them twice in two days. And then you're, like, so. usually left on hold for a while. Then it'll connect you to another, like, like, um, like robot. And you're, like, no, operator. Yeah. Like, give <laughs> Look, me I a human. If- I wonder if they get, like, a commission for, like, how long they can keep someone on the phone. Yeah. And I, like, called today to do my bill for my cable and stuff. And it was, Mm -hmm. like, say yes or no. And I said, no. And it was, like, I'm sorry. You have to either say yes or no. And I'm, like, bitch, I did. (laughs) So then I'm trying it in different octaves. I'm, like, no. No. (laughs) No. Well, mine, the the, op, the automated thing was like, tell me your address. I, t- I tell them, and they're like, that's not the address on your account. I'm like, really? Is it that? <laughs> Man, I, I pay that bill every month. <laughs> <laughs> Who stuff am I paying for? I, like, looked at my boyfriend. I was like, did I say it wrong? He's like, I <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> 
what's your hate speed buy? Okay, finishing strong. Um, so on planes, I like either the window seat or the aisle seat, obviously, because I'm a normal human. No one likes the middle seat. Um, but I do prefer the window most of the time because I like to look out. I like the option of opening, shutting, you and know. And like you get the headrest. The the little corner that you can just yeah. kind of like nestle Snuggle in, in and like mm, yeah. nice. So I um got onto the plane. I'm in eight A, okay? So I'm Ooh. front of the plane. It, there's no first class, so I wasn't bougie or anything, but um I get onto the plane, go to row A. I'm like, let's get into this window seat. And I get in. There's no window. No. <laughs> is this in, a wall? In just my row, there is no window. Oh. There was on the other side of row eight. That's weird. It's like the plane just like glitched Dude. while they were making it <laughs> yeah. and just decided there They're was like, not going to be a window. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we already finished though. Should we go put one in? Nah, they won't <laughs> notice. I noticed. Okay. I noticed there was no window and I was so mad. That's so devastating. It was because then they're they like. They can't even call it the window seat. It's the wall seat. It's the wall seat, and I want a refund. I think you should get one. And so then they're like, oh, we're landing soon. And I'm like, oh, are we? I can't tell. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. So then I'm, like, peeking over to see, the like, across the aisle to look out their window. Or, like, the people in front of me, the people in back of me. But the chairs are, like, the angle is not good. So I can't see out the front or the back behind me. And it's Why, not- you really like to watch the landing, huh? Well, I just like to know, like, when to, like, kind of brace myself. Like, when are we going to touch down? Are we actually landing or? <laughs> are we landing or are we just crashing? What's happening? Right. So, you know, I like, and it's not one of those ones. Do I need that to had... prepare my life vest or what? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't one of those ones that, like, was half of, because, you know, sometimes the windows don't line up nicely and you yeah, get, yeah. like, half a window. That would have been fine. They just met, like they forgot a <laughs> they window. It. They were just like, nah, details. We don't need a window here. That's why the plane tickets were cheaper because they they saved on a window. Oh, I was so mad. I'm like, of course, the one girl who loves damn window seat. <laughs> so I hate that. Oh my God, it was like a pirate plane. It was so weird. <laughs> so weird. I really think, like, someone was out to get me that day. <laughs> Truth. Well, we talked a lot about our fears, inconveniences, the stresses of being a woman, and we hope that you can relate. Um, feel free to message us any topics that you want us to talk about in the future. Um, but thanks for listening. We love you. And always remember, I'm fine. You're fine. Bye. Bye, guys.